Mamas, are you breathing? That may sound like a silly question, but seriously, when was the last time that you took a moment of calm? If you feel overwhelmed, burnt out, stressed, all of the above, like you're living in pure chaos, balancing motherhood and entrepreneurship, I feel you. I'm raising my hand right now. That is why I am so excited to be chatting with Michigan-based mama, Mary Beth Menino. She is a breathwork coach. Yes, that is a thing. We dive into how she got into such a niche industry and also the importance of breathwork. She even walks me through, which you can join along, on a breath work exercise, which to be honest, I think I felt so much more calm and I I almost wonder if you can tell in my voice in the interview the sense of calm that I felt after we did that exercise together. Mary Beth is someone that I have followed for years. She got her start in corporate America in the social media industry, realized the grind and hustle of a corporate marketing career was no longer for her, went through a major health and wellness transformation and decided to start coaching women through that journey as well. If you are someone that is interested in maybe finding your own sense of calm, this episode is filled with so much great information and I truly believe this is incredible for anyone that is a mom because we all need to find that inner peace so we can calm the chaos in our homes and in our businesses. So let's dive in to this incredibly beautiful and inspiring episode featuring Mary Beth. I'm so excited to be talking with new mama, entrepreneur, Michigan-based, which is fun. I love connecting with other Midwest mamas. Mary Beth, we connected on Instagram, I feel like four or five years ago when you were in the corporate social media world. Um, Yes and have watched your journey of becoming a mom, becoming an entrepreneur. And I would love for you to kind of share your story of how you went from corporate social media and marketing to where you're at now, which is such a different industry. So different. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Like you said, we've been like Instagram friends for at least five years. I think I was still living in Chicago um, when you and I first started following each other. And I just I love you. I love what you're all about. And I love that you are bringing this into the world. So first and foremost, thank you for having me on. I'm just so happy to be here. Um, So yeah, like you mentioned, present day, I am a breathwork and meditation teacher and a holistic health and wellness coach. And I got into this space about four years ago now, three or four years ago. And before I got into this space, I was working in corporate. So yes, drastically different than what I'm doing now. And when I was in the corporate world, my background is actually in communications and public relations. So I have my bachelor's degree in communication studies. I got my master's degree in public relations. And I thought that I was going to have the fancy corporate job for the rest of my life. And I started out my corporate career working for a boutique PR firm in Chicago And it was pretty early on in my career there that I realized that that was not the path for me. Um, And in that, I had kind of gotten through my own health and wellness journey. And that was the catalyst, um, or that was started, I should say, 
by being burnt out at the age of 25. So I started my, my corporate career and did not love what I was doing and thought, okay, I need to just kind of put all of my focus and attention into this career path and trying to make myself happy in a career path that really was not aligned for me, but that I was scared at that time to admit. And so in that, I kind of lost myself. I stopped taking care of myself. I stopped, um, you know, really prioritizing my own health and wellness because I, I wanted to just be happy in my career. And in that, I had switched jobs. I started working for a popular social media platform that brought me back to being in Michigan. And it was about maybe three years into working for that company that I had reached my breaking point. And I looked at myself in the mirror one morning when I was getting ready for work and I did not recognize the person looking back at me. I was 25 pounds overweight, which for me is a lot. I'm five feet tall. I'm a tiny person and really depressed, really unhappy. And I just, I knew that something had to change. And so it was in kind of that space where I started to find what would now be my spiritual practice that I had. I started reading a lot of like um, self-help books, Gabby Bernstein, love her. Um, and I started kind of following all of these self-help gurus in this space. And I thought something has to change and it has to start with me. So I got into personal development, personal growth, and I started realizing like, wow, I really like this. I really like being in this space. And I would spend my lunch hours in my corporate job just diving into this work. And this was a passion for me. I loved kind of being able to escape this career path that really wasn't aligned for me and diving into a part of myself that I felt deeply connected to. And so fast forward about maybe eight months later, my corporate job that I was in at that time was actually let go or, or dissolved in a company acquisition. And so I found myself kind of at a crossroads in my career and I stopped and said, okay, I know this one path that I'm on, this path that has ultimately led me to burnout has led me to just not feeling fulfilled in my life, in my career path. And I know that I can go down that road again and I know it will happen again. But I have this other career path or maybe this other path that could be a career for me. And what would that look like? What would that look like if I took a chance on myself? If I stopped and asked myself, okay, what is it that I actually want and need in terms of the work that I'm contributing into the world? And so having gone through what I went through in my own health and wellness journey and kind of finding myself again along that self-help path, I thought, what would that look like to kind of go down that path instead and help people in that same space in their own health and wellness journey? So I got into health coaching and that was kind of the catalyst into where I'm at now with helping people kind of manage stress and anxiety through meditation and breath work. Yeah. Oh, I love it. This is so good. <laughs> I think that one, you and I kind of grew up, we're the same age in the same experience of the hustle and the grind and that mentality of you have to work hard to be successful. I know yeah. it's a huge part of the marketing industry as well as other industries, but you have to hustle and grind and put your career first. And I also have been through those experiences, especially in my twenties of 
not working out and working late nights and having too much caffeine and all of those things that we're told that we have to do. And I still see some of that in social media of Mm -hmm. hustle hard kind of slogans and mentality. And while yes, hustle and grit have gotten me and you to where we are today, Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, your body just gets so burned out. And it is such a hard feeling when you get into that cycle of burnout. Um, And I and I am not an expert in this at all, but I think that it's so powerful that you chose to get out of that cycle and ultimately take such a different direction. And also just noting that the health and, and health and wellness industry has boomed in the last two-ish years, which makes sense to what we're experience, experiencing now in our yeah. life. But you got into this early and I... <laughs> say you got into this before it was a trend. I'm mm-hmm. sure people thought you might have lost your mind a little bit. When you <laughs> said, I'm leaving my successful marketing career to get into breath work, to get into wellness, yeah. to coach women yeah. on this area that yes, you were successful in, in your own path, but I still think at that point, many people thought, well, you have to have a degree in health and, we- and health mm-hmm. and wellness. So what was that mm-hmm. like for you? Because it's such an extreme pivot. Yeah. Well, and especially being in the Midwest, right? Mm-hmm. Where people, um, I mean, I would look around and like, you know, my friends and family, would they went to school for, for one thing. You're in that whole career path until you retire. And it's true of my parents, it's true of my sister, it's true of my husband. And here I am over here being like, what is wrong with me that I don't fit into that or that that's not the path that I'm on? And so when I did kind of take that leap of faith and say, hey, listen, this is not working for me. This is what I want to do instead. I had a couple of people that were like, "Mm, okay, good luck. But like, know that your career path, your corporate career path, is always there if you, if you need to go back to it. And I remember thinking like, I don't, I don't want to go back to that. So that was, you know, a huge motivator to me to, to really dive deep into taking a chance on myself and in, in pursuing this career path that might be unconventional, especially here in the Midwest. And what I know to be true is that what, what I'm doing is, yes, it's unconventional, but I think I'm also reminding people of, of what it, what it feels like for just maybe five minutes out of their day to not experience the stress and anxiety and the overwhelm that we've all been conditioned as normal to feel. And so instead of trying to feel like I had to prove myself in my career path, I think what was really important to me, especially starting out was one, maintaining integrity to myself, integrity of what it was that I knew I wanted to be doing. And instead of feeling like I had to prove to other people, you know, that I'm valid in what I'm doing, it's here, like, let me help educate you and just show you firsthand what this work is that I'm doing and how it can profoundly impact you in your own life. And there, there was a lot of, you know, educating and more educating and more educating. Um, but I think it was definitely a, a beautiful gift to me along my career path of being in you know, a space that's unconventional in a part of the country that's kind of like, wait, what, what, what's breath work? I know how to breathe. What are you talking about? Um, but it was a beautiful reminder to me of the importance of trusting myself and trusting that 
I know me best. I know the path that I need to be on. And that if I can help others along the way and be kind of an inspiration or a glimmer of, you know, what it might be for them to kind of take that risk on themselves or for them to kind of think outside of the norm or the box or what everyone else is doing um, is a win for me. Absolutely. So I, I think that I love the challenge of kind of bringing this unconventional work into a space, um, you know, like the Midwest and, and now to see, you know, breathwork, especially booming right now. Um, is so rewarding for me and so rewarding that I got to be, like you said, kind of an early adapter of that. Um, and I get to now be positioning myself as an expert in this space, you know, long before it became, you know, popular or trendy, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I love that. And I think when most people take the leap from corporate to entrepreneurship, they do start in an area that they're most comfortable with. So you didn't start in breath work, right? You kind of eased into that and niched down as you went along your journey, which I think is great advice. So if people are kind of in those initial phases of entrepreneurship, it's okay if you still are offering a broader range of services. So like for me, when I left my PR job, I started offering PR and social media services and a little bit of this, a little bit of that until I could really figure out what is it that I love? What is it that I'm passionate about? What is it that I feel like I can be an expert in? And so you started in health and wellness coaching, which um, is probably a little more digestible for people to understand. So what was that gradual niche down process like for you? Did you just start to integrate breath work into your coaching services and eventually realize this is really clicking for your clients or what was that like? I would love to just hear. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. So when I first got into health and wellness coaching, so I'm, I'm plant-based. And I thought, okay, I'm going to help people, you know, be a, like live a healthier lifestyle by just kind of like cleaning up what they're eating and also just kind of like taking, taking care of themselves emotionally. And so people would come to me, you know, first saying like, okay, I, I want to do, give me a meal plan. Give me, you know, tell me what to do. And as I got talking to people, I realized that it was not about the food. It wasn't about changing their diet. It wasn't about you know, what they were consuming, it was what was going on underneath all of that. And so I started shifting kind of away from, okay, let's not talk about the food as much, but let's talk about the relationship to, to the food or the relationship you have to the change that you want to make. And as I kind of dialed in on what these people are actually coming to me for, it was then that I kind of got into this space of, how can I give people a really beautiful and accessible tool of understanding themselves? Because with diet culture and things like that, we think, okay, if I'm just on this, you know, diet for 30 days, my life is going to change. I'm going to change. I'm going to be this new and improved version of myself. And in reality, it's not about the food. It's not, I mean, insert food, you know, or whatever, whatever the changes you're trying to make. And so I started doing meditations with people because that was a huge part of my own, my own healing journey, especially when it came to, you know, recovering from burnout and all of that was, I was just so deeply craving this connection with myself. And especially in the society and the culture we live in today, we're so distracted. 
we are overstimulated, we're overwhelmed all the time. And so I think all of us are in some way innately just craving stillness, we're craving silence, we're craving just this disconnection from the noise. And so at the end of my coaching sessions, I would take people through a guided meditation just to kind of help them come back into their body, back into their space. And that ended up being the most popular part of my coaching session. Not to say I'm not a good coach. I think that I was, but I think I was offering something that people are really looking for. And so that kind of started shifting my business in a way that I kind of moved away from the coaching aspect and started offering custom guided meditation, started offering people this approachable and comfortable space to be in to explore something lofty like meditation. And as I got into meditation, I started finding breath work. I found breath work um, when I was actually out in San Diego. I was with a group of my girlfriends and we had gone out to um, an all women entrepreneur conference and my breath work mentor, I didn't know her at the time, but she came on stage and led us through a five minute breathing exercise. And in that experience, in just five minutes of breathing, I had laughed, I had cried, I'd gone through like the entire spectrum of emotions. I had finally, I think, kind of come home to myself in a way that I had been searching for for so long. And so I, I saw, oh my God, I need to, I need to have this in my life and ended up kind of going through a training program with, with that woman um, and being where I am today with now being able to have a business that's based exclusively now on meditation and breath work, two things that if you had told me when I first started my, my entrepreneur journey that I would be doing today, I would look at you and say, what are you talking about? You know, and in reality, it was there all along because I was doing that for myself um, as I kind of, you know, got through my own journey. So it's just, it's, it's always fascinating to me just what life presents you with and it doesn't make sense to you at the time. And it is somehow lands perfectly always. Oh, I love this so much. I, there's so much that we could dig into here. Um, I just feel like women in general, moms, especially we're stressed and we have many reasons to be stressed. And I have seen this and I've experienced this myself where you feel like you're eating all the right things. You're working out, you're doing your work, but you're still not moving the needle in your health and wellness. And you're still feeling Mm -hmm. stuck and tired and bloated or whatever the case may be. And I honestly can't even tell you the last time I meditated. Um, (laughs) Oh, I think that's so smart. And that you just followed that journey and really dove into that area, um, which I think also is something that can be scary for entrepreneurs. If you are 100%. successful in coaching or a service-based business and you realize actually you need to make a couple switches and go a different direction, I feel like mm-hmm. so often we know that in our gut, but we are scared to follow that path because we feel mm-hmm. like what we're doing now is working. And do you feel like the reason it was so natural for you was because you were meditating and doing breath work because you have such a calmness to you. And so many of us entrepreneurs are in this stress cycle where we're like, I don't know what to do. And are, you know, we're going a million miles a minute. So do you feel like the reason the transition was so seamless was because you were coming at it in a place of balance? For sure. And I, yes, absolutely. Um, I think for me, 
me personally, especially, you know, taking these tools and using them in my own life, it was all about embodiment. And that's why I think it came naturally to me was because I was doing that for myself. Um, and thank you for, for saying I have a calm, a calm nature. I hear that a lot. And, and to me, that's just validation that this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because when I'm facilitating, when I think back, when I'm facilitating a, a meditation session or a breathwork session, I don't have to prepare anything. I don't, ha- I don't feel like I need to do anything in advance to, to prove the validity of the experience that my, my breathers would have. And I look back on my coaching sessions and I would feel like I had to have everything, you know, all laid out, all the resources, everything that I like have every single question already answered in advance that I could anticipate my, my client having, because I don't think that that was as natural for me. And I think that I definitely am someone that, you know, people come to for seeking advice and things like that. And I do think that I do have a natural ability to help people in that way, but not necessarily how I was helping them initially. And so I think it's, it's also, you know, yes, embodiment, but also like being honest with yourself in terms of what feels aligned for you. And sure, something may be working for you. Like, yes, I can be a cookie cutter coach. I can say all the right things. I can have you know, the script, I can do all, all that stuff that might make me a successful coach. But is that really in alignment with my natural gifts and abilities? And at the end of the day, I think it was to a certain extent, but not to how it is now. And that's okay. Like you have to go along that journey and understand yourself and, and kind of go through that evolution to have that, you know, kind of revelation. And I, I would not, like I said, if you had told me three years ago, I'd be doing what I'm doing today. I, I would have looked at you like you're crazy because at that point in time, the level of consciousness that I had of the gifts that, you know, I'm, I'm here to use was just simply helping people, just being a resource for people in their own health and wellness journey. And as I kind of went through that, yes, on my own, but as I kind of progressed through knowing who I am as an entrepreneur and what it is that I'm here to offer, I think the rest of, you know, my, my gifts and and what I'm supposed to be helping people with, you know, evolved naturally as well. And that became more clear to me as I, you know, understood myself more in, in this space of owning my own business. Yeah. I love that. Um, And one thing that I have loved about your journey in particular is that you've kind of taken us through it. And I've, seeing you sharing breathwork exercises and doing guided breathwork and meditation on your social media. And this was pre-pandemic. So you were really utilizing social media to market yourself as you were learning these things, as you were experiencing them yourself. And I'm sure that helped attract clients to you. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would just love to hear kind of how you started to find your ideal clients, how you started to work in this specific area and brand yourself. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, when I first started out with, with meditation and with, you know, mindfulness, all of that, I, I think made a rookie entrepreneur mistake, which I'm sure many of us can relate to making. And and I thought, I just want to help everyone. <laughs> I want to help everyone feel better. Um, and I, I did that to a certain extent, you know, like you said, I would share different exercises and things on my social media. And 
that left me feeling very, very tired, very depleted because when I did that, I felt like, oh my gosh, I have to be everything to everyone. And we know that that's not, that's not possible. So um, just kind of, again, getting clear of who I am in this space, who it is that I I know that I am in terms of being a health and wellness um, coach at the time, but now into breathwork and meditation and being, you know, an expert in my field. It's like, I feel like we always tend to work with or have a desire to work with a past version of, of ourselves. And so for me, when I look at my ideal client, um, I look at the woman who feels like she has to do it all and knows that deep down she can't. And being able to give her a space to come and release that, release that expectation that we have on ourselves, release the pressure we put on ourselves, especially as moms. And I'm a very, very, very new mom. Um, but I've already felt that a couple months in of just feeling like, oh my gosh, I have to do it all. I have to have it all together. And so being able to provide a space for women to come to and just show up as they are, to just be who they are at their core. Yes, I'm a mom. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm all of these things. But when I when I provide a space for women to come to just be, just be able to let go of the titles of the expectations of the assumptions of of everything. Um, that is the greatest gift that I can offer other women. And so getting crystal clear on knowing that it's it's moms who are or women who are either in the current season that I'm in of navigating motherhood, navigating being a mom for the first time while still trying to, you know, maintain your identity of who you were before becoming a mom and, and understanding how that all fits in or to the, the version of me, you know, 10 years ago who, or I should say eight years ago, who was having burnout for the very first time and, and being in a path that you know, wasn't in alignment, um, being able to, to serve those women, um, from such, such a deep place is so meaningful to me. And so for anyone who's starting their entrepreneur journey, just know that you don't have to be everything to everyone. Um, nor is that possible as much as, as we want to be, and especially being in like the wellness space, you know, you want to help everyone, you want to heal everyone. That's just, that's not possible. I know that there is, there is, there is a coach, there is a healer for everyone. And you don't have to be that for the entire world. You get to be that for the people who are drawn to your energy, who are drawn to what it is that you have to offer, who are drawn to you being you and not trying to be someone else. Yeah, I love that. And I think that I'm sure being in this time that we're in and the stress that we're experiencing as moms, as women, and in a way, the pandemic has created this beautiful experience where it's forced us to slow down. It's yeah. forced us to evaluate the areas of our life we need to improve. I wonder if that's actually impacted your business in a positive way where people are realizing, <laughs> I am not breathing. And I know that sounds so strange, but how often do you feel like you're actually like still, and <laughs> I've had these experiences where I'm like, I'm not even breathing right now. I am just go, go, go. But the yeah. pandemic has forced us to slow down and to, um, create a new way of life. So how has that experience been for you? Yeah. It's always, I always feel a little guilty <laughs> saying that 
you know, people's stress during this pandemic has helped my business so much. And I don't mean that like how it sounds, but um, like you said, I think that it has catapulted people into really stopping and assessing life as they knew it and life as we know it now. And I think pretty early on, I mean, even a year ago now, it's crazy. It's been a year, but I just remember, um, you know, March of last year, April of last year, the, the number of people that I had come out of the woodwork who I would never in a million years have expected to contact me for my services uh, and say, what I'm doing is not working. Please help me. And again, being able to, to offer people something truly as simple as breathing. I know it sounds crazy and it sounds like silly when we stop and think about it, but it's, it's truly, I think, one of the most powerful resources that we have because your breath is the only system in your body that's both automatic and controlled. So that means, as you've experienced, you don't have to actively think about breathing in order to do it. So of course, you're not going to stop and think like, hmm, I should really, I should really stop and breathe right now because your body does it on its own. Now, when we're in those states where we're like, oh my God, I'm not breathing or, oh my God, I am so stressed right now that I can't catch my breath. Being able then to understand how to consciously use your breath to re-regulate your nervous system, to help you calm down, to help you cope with whatever situation you're in is so powerful. And I think that, again, the pandemic, like, yes, it has served my business in a really beautiful way. And I appreciate that. But more importantly, I think it's it's encouraged people in, in a really loving, I hope, supportive way to stop and ask myself, like, how am I doing right now? Because I know that I can't keep going at the pace that I was going <laughs> before this pandemic started. And now being kind of thrown into a situation where you are forced to slow down, you are forced to stop and kind of reevaluate what's working, what's not. And being able then to meet people where they're at in that self-discovery and then being able to kind of help them work through that and then give them resources to come off the other side thriving and feeling really good and really, you know, happy with who they are amongst all of these changes is super rewarding for me. So it's, it's kind of a catch 22. I hate that we've had to have this global pandemic for people to stop and, and actually assess their, their mental and emotional health and well-being. But at the same time, um, for me to be able to, to be there and I don't want to say catch them when they fall, but at least be there for that realization or that epiphany of, wow, I can't keep going at the rate that I was going at the pace that I was going before, you know, to be able to, to meet them and, and help them is incredible and, and truly very rewarding for me. I love that. And it's, so let's break this down because if someone's listening and still like, what is breath work? We yeah. all kind of understand meditation when I, and when I think about it, I think of when I used to go to yoga, I got really into yoga mm -hmm. when I was pregnant with my son because I needed calmness and stillness. Yeah. And obviously we're not doing group fitness classes for the most part. Um, 
And so it's easy to not do those things on your own. And I know there's so many apps that have emerged, but I've personally tried the apps. It's hard to, (laughs) it's hard to follow an app just because you don't have that human connection and that feeling that you would get if you're in a yoga studio or in a meditation. So what is breath work and (laughs) why, like, why are people coming to, coming to realize that this is so important now because it seems like such a simple concept, but it's truly not. (laughs) (laughs) It, yes, it, it really, I promise it really is. It is simple. Um, so breath work is just simply the act of being aware of how you're breathing. And with that awareness, you're consciously choosing how to breathe, to shift and change how you feel. So every single emotional state that we experience in our bodies, whether that's happiness, anger, frustration, grief, joy, whatever it may be, has a corresponding way in which we breathe. Now, many of us, if not all of us, are not conscious of that. Because like we talked about a few minutes ago, we don't have to actively consciously think about breathing in order for our bodies to do it. So when we are in states of fight or flight or stress or anxiety or things that many, if not all of us are experiencing right now or have been experiencing for the last year, chances are, like you said, maybe we're not breathing or maybe our breath is very short, very shallow, very rapid. And that induces more feelings of stress, of nervousness, of anxiety, of whatever it may be in our body. Now, if we were to shift and change and, and, kind of oppositely of those feelings are calm, peace, relaxation, ease. And now the corresponding way in which we breathe for those are long, deep breaths into our body. And it's those deep breaths in and out that signal to our nervous system, hey, I can calm down. I can switch off. I can allow rest and digest to start to happen. And I can move from being in those states of fight or flight and into rest and digest mode. And now when we're operating our life from being in rest and digest, oh my gosh, so much opens up for us. We have more access to our emotional intelligence. We have greater awareness of whatever situation we're in, and we have instant access to the present moment. Now, presence is so, so, so important for us because we talked about earlier, we live in a culture that's designed to distract us, to overwhelm us, to overstimulate us. And so we're constantly living in these states of anxiety because we're forced to. And now when we have presence, we are able to tap into those feelings of being calm, of being in states of peace, of ease, of relaxation. And when we're in those states, mainly in states of gratitude, of appreciation for where we're at in that moment, Anxiety cannot exist, cannot coexist with those feelings. So when we allow ourselves just even 10 seconds of tuning into our breath, of noticing where we're breathing and taking a few intentional deep breaths in and out, we're shifting our state of being. We're shifting our state of of consciousness, of awareness, and we're giving ourselves just this beautiful gift of being able to self-soothe in the moment. And I think this is becoming so popular for people because one, it really does get to be as simple as breathing. I know that sounds like 
silly, but it really does get to be that simple. And I think too, people are slowly starting, well, maybe not slowly, they're realizing that old coping mechanisms, whether it's numbing out with, you know, food or alcohol or binging or on TV or whatever, maybe not all of those things have a time and place. Like I, I love, you know, Bravo and sitting on the couch and just kind of you know, give my mind a break and being able to binge on like Southern charm or something, you know, I don't have to think about that. But I think that people are, are starting to realize like, gosh, what I was doing before my pandemic situation does not work for me anymore. So what is it that I'm actually searching for? What is it that I need? And so being able to have a tool like breathwork, which is simply just breathing, just consciously being aware of your breath, is an accessible tool that people can do anytime, anywhere. You can do this while you're washing the dishes. You can do this while you're getting ready to go to sleep at night, while you're getting ready for your day. I mean, truly, obviously, your breath follows you wherever you go. And I think just the accessibility and simplicity of it is what makes it so attractive to people right now. That makes so much sense. And it's so interesting that we have to be taught to breathe. But when you really think (laughs) about it, how often are you consciously breathing and seeking that calmness and something that I've been thinking about through this conversation as a mom, as a business owner and entrepreneur, when you are in a state of anxiety or deep stress, it's hard to make decisions. It's hard to be present. It's hard to, um, move forward because you are so overwhelmed. And so to think Mm -hmm. that maybe your experience could be even better if you could learn to self-soothe. And it's so we teach our children how to self-soothe and we're not even doing it for ourselves, um, which is kind of wild when you think about it. So, I mean, and I would love to know your take. You are a very new mom. You have (laughs) a almost three month old, um, who is so darling, how has that been for you? You went through what most people would think is a stressful experience, having your son early and experiencing the NICU, but you've maintained this sense of calm. And I, I know for me, I had such a stressful and hard first year of motherhood. And I have to ask myself, Mm. is it because I wasn't taking care of myself? Was it because I wasn't breathing? Was it because I wasn't Mm. in a state of calm, you know? Sure. Sure. Well, Thank you, first and foremost, just for that acknowledgement. Um, I had a very, very easy pregnancy, um, super easy. And towards the end of my pregnancy, um, my little guy stopped growing. And so he had to come early. And that was stressful in and of itself, of course. He was three weeks early. And when he was brought into the world, you know, I had my birth plan. I was someone who wanted to have an all-natural, unmedicated (laughs) birth. And of course, uh, Joey was breached my entire pregnancy. So unfortunately, that didn't get to happen. I had to have a C-section. And being able to tap into, you know, these resources that I've, you know, obviously grown for myself now with, with breathing and all of that helps me navigate those pretty big changes. And um, not only that, but once he was born, he had to stay in the NICU for a month and a half. And as much as I would like to pride myself on being calm (laughs) through all of that, which I think that I was, um, I think 
the, the bigger gift that my breathwork and meditation practice gave me was the ability to, to be with the feelings that came with that. Um, the big, big, big feelings of feeling scared for my son, feeling scared for our family, um, the big feelings that came with grieving, how he came into this world, um, with not being able to do things like breastfeed him or things that I had imagined being able to do in the first month and a half of his life. Um, and so as, as grateful as I am that my, my practice allowed me to, yes, remain calm through all of that, I think the bigger gift, like I said, was the ability to, to be with those really hard moments. Um, and it was being with that that I think helped me really realize you know, what I needed postpartum, you know, my postpartum journey was something that it started out and it still is now, you know, not how I originally imagined it. And that's okay. And I think that being able to really have these resources in place for myself, not only helps me, yes, of course, stay calm, um, in, in moments of anxiety or worry or doubt or things like that, but also really understand what it is that I need for myself in this space, whether that's, you know, taking some time off of social media, which is what I'm doing right now, um, or, you know, being able to step away from, you know, jobs or, or, or projects or things that just aren't in alignment for me right now. Um, but just being able to, to know that, you know, it's, it's okay to be with those big feelings and be with those states of stress and anxiety and trusting that it's all going to work out. We're all going to be fine. Um, but knowing that, you know, our, our practice isn't just about, you know, feeling calm and stressful moments. It's, it's about being able to self-soothe when you have no choice and, and no choice in the best way. Um, and, and just really truly being, being okay with that discomfort. I think that's where a lot of people feel hesitation coming into a meditation practice is, you know, at first it's, oh, I can't sit still or my mind won't be quiet, you know, things that I hear very often. And that's, that might be true. But then what I hear beneath that is, I don't know what will come up and if I'll be okay. Mm. And so it's having that practice and being able to be still with yourself so that you know that the things that do come up, you will be okay, you can breathe through them, you can be with them, but that you are your greatest healer. And that sounds cheesy, but it's so, so true. You know, you, you yourself being able to be in those big scary moments or big feelings and being able to be with that and being able to, to help your nervous system regulate simply through breathing or just through stillness, is the greatest gift that you can give yourself because no one can give that to you but you. It's your it's your choice in that moment, you know, how you're choosing to perceive that experience. And I think that that's also, um, you know, just one of the many benefits of having a simple practice like this is. Oh, I love that so much because I do, as a fellow C-section mama, I understand the pain and the grief that comes along with that experience physically and mentally and also just no matter what your journey is like 
all of the emotions, all of the hormones, all of the things that you feel and go through. And I love what you said is so important, which is it's okay to feel those things because we're getting so many messages on how we're supposed to experience motherhood and how we're supposed to handle the journey. And it's okay to feel, it's okay to feel, but it's also important to know how to experience those emotions in a way that's healthy for your body. Um, And I'm sure that our babies can sense our stress. I mean, I know my son who's a toddler now can definitely pick up on the days that I am stressed when I'm overwhelmed and it affects his mood versus the days that I'm happy and I'm present and I'm feeling calm and confident as a mom. And it's, I mean, we're going to have those days, but it's all about being okay with those experiences and getting through in a healthy way. So I think that is such great information. Um, And I would love if you would kind of walk me through a breathing exercise um, the listeners can join in on as well. So we can all experience just a little glimpse of what this is like. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this exercise I want to take you through today is called heart resonance breathing. And it's very, very simple. All that we're doing is inhaling through our nose for a count of six and exhaling out of our mouths for a count of six. And as we do this, what you'll notice is you'll start to feel kind of your nervous system calm down. And what we're doing is helping our nervous system regulate to our, our heart beating. So just allowing kind of our whole system to kind of come together as one and create a really soft, calm, nurturing space to be in. So the best thing about breathwork and meditation is you can do this wherever. If you are driving, <laughs> please wait till you get home or get to a space that's, that's safer for you to be in. But if it is accessible for you to do so, I welcome you to close your eyes. When we close our eyes in a meditation or a breathwork practice, what we're doing is we're allowing ourselves to kind of remove ourselves from any distraction in our outside world. So closing the eyes, if that feels good to you today, and if it doesn't, you're welcome to keep your eyes open and look down the tip of your nose at something in front of you that's not moving. Allowing your gaze and your focus to be soft if your eyes are open. And if your eyes are closed, just allowing your eyes to softly and gently close here. Knowing that when we come to a space like breathwork or meditation, we come to this intentional stillness with ourselves. There is nothing that we need to do. There's nowhere that we need to go. Nothing else that needs to be done in this moment. So with eyes closed, I'll invite you to just softly notice your natural breath right here. Notice the ins and outs of your inhales and exhales. Noticing where you're breathing from in your body today. Maybe you're breathing in and out through your nose, in through your nose or out through your mouth. And just simply observing, coming in contact here with our breath, allowing any outside noise, any outside distraction to be there, knowing it's part of the process, part of the experience. So as you connect to your breath here, just noticing anything that your body is communicating to you. Maybe there's an invitation here to relax the shoulders, to unclench the jaw, to softly, gently just relax into your space. And as you start to notice your breath, we'll start to move into our active breathing pattern here. Again, that heart resonance. 
You could even bring your hands up to your heart just to foster this connection to yourself today. And for this exercise, all that we're doing is breathing in through our nose for a count of six and exhaling out of our mouths for a count of six. You don't have to count or keep track. That's why I'm here. So whenever you're ready, we'll inhale through the nose. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale out of the mouth. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Exhale. Two, three, four, five, six. Inhale. Two, three, four, five, Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, Inhale, two, three, four, five, six. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six. Staying just as you are, eyes still closed, releasing that active breath. And coming back now to your natural breath. Allowing this transition to be effortless. Allowing your body now to breathe however it chooses to breathe. Again, nothing to force, nothing to control. And for the next few moments, just allowing yourself to be right here in this space of softness, of stillness, of ease. Noticing here what's available to you in this moment. Noticing anything that might want to fall away and no longer supports you. Noticing anything here that you would like to call in on the other side of this breathwork exercise. Maybe it's continued peace, relaxation, ease, presence, whatever that may be. Calling that in right now. Allowing it to be here. Again, staying with any distractions that you might hear, knowing it's part of the experience. Allowing yourself to remain calm through the chaos. With eyes still closed, we'll take one more nice deep breath in through our nose. And as you exhale out of your mouth, softly and gently opening your eyes, bringing your awareness now back into your space. And with eyes open now, just taking a moment to notice your presence, to notice what it feels like to be in this space with eyes open. And with your eyes open now, we'll take one more nice deep breath in through our nose, 
feeling in this time that we had together today. And as you exhale out of your mouth, letting go of anything that does not serve or support you from this moment forward. Staying here as long as you need to. Moving on whenever you are ready. There's no rush. How are you feeling? That was so good. I, <laughs> I love that you were saying to stay calm during the chaos because at one point I could hear your dog barking, my husband's <laughs> in the background making lunch and being loud, but mm. that's life, right? And that that's life. life as a mom, as an entrepreneur, there's always <laughs> going to be chaos, but it's how we handle it and how we stay calm. And so yeah. I think that there's so much beauty in this experience and breath work and what you're doing. What are you kind of looking forward to as we go? We're still in Q1 of this year. Okay. What are kind of the things that you are looking forward to in your life and business? Yeah. Um, first of all, I'm sorry for my dog. Bless him. <laughs> no. um, but that's life, as you said. Um, I'm really looking forward to just getting to know this new version of me as a mom um, and how she gets to show up in my business, show up in my life. Um, even just in the last two and a half, almost three months, I feel like so much has shifted and changed within me in the best way. And, you know, just taking the time to really understand who this version of myself is and who this version of myself gets to be and how she gets to now continue to show up um, and maybe even be in a space where I get to work with other moms or things like that. So um, just continuing to ride the natural evolution of my business, knowing very well that it all, all happens just as it should. There's nothing that I need to be forcing or, or controlling or hustling toward, um, just kind of relaxing into that natural flow and knowing that whatever is next is perfectly and divinely timed. I love that. I think there's so much growth, especially in that first year that happens to you <laughs> as the mom, to yes. the child as they grow. And it's so exciting. And being present is the best piece of, of advice mm -hmm. I could give to anyone yeah. going through that right now. Um, so with the breath work, if you are all feeling as calm as I am now ready to tackle this day with peace and calmness, how often do you recommend doing these exercises? How can people get in touch with you if they want to have more of a guided breath work experience? What does all of that look like? Yeah. So in terms of frequency, it's totally dependent on you and kind of what you've got going on in your own life. Now, I love bringing breath work into my morning. I love starting my morning, my day with breath work. Um, one of a beautiful thing that you can do is go through the exercise that we literally just went through. And it's a beautiful way to set an intention for yourself, for your day, for your week, whatever it is that you have, you know, ahead of you. Um, you could also do this on your lunch break. You could do this, you know, while you're writing emails or whatever it may be. So it's, it's totally dependent on, on you and what you feel like you need. Um, you could also do it, you know, as you're getting ready to go to bed or kind of releasing your day. So you get to kind of customize 
what that looks and feels like for you. Um, but if anything, I would say just getting it a chance once a day, just kind of like playing around, seeing like what feels best for you when you, when you do feel the need to kind of stop and take a breath um, and noticing if there's kind of a trend or a pattern when you're kind of feeling that call. Um, in terms of getting in contact with me, um, I am on Instagram at mb.menino, M-A-N-N-I-N-O, or mbmenino.com. And I've got a slew of resources for you on my website, lots of free breathwork sessions, um, free breathwork video sessions, guided audios, guided meditations, all the things. So definitely check all of that out if that's calling to you and know that I am just an email away if you need further support. Oh, I love that so much. I love all of the resources you provided today. And I definitely feel like this information is so helpful no matter what stage of motherhood or entrepreneurship you're in to um, center yourself and to get back to the mm -hmm. calm because it's such a blessing to experience both of life of, as a mom, as a business owner, and we should yeah. be more present, I think, in those moments, yeah. Um, yeah. no matter how chaotic it may feel at the time. <laughs> amen to that and, and know that you know presence is only a breath away so hopefully you feel like you have the resources or tools now to um, to tap into that thank you so much for your time thank you for tuning in to today's episode of midwest mompreneurs i'm your host katherine snellen and i appreciate you so much let's keep the conversation going on social media you can follow me on instagram at the katherine elise